Hey folks, Sean here, and in this episode, I want to talk to you about why, when you're in the research and discovery mode with your customer, you want to avoid having them dictate to you solution design. Allow me to explain in greater detail, and I'm also going to share an antidote. So, a million years ago, I used to work as a mechanic, working on cars. We work on like passenger vehicles doing oil changes and replacing tires and stuff like that. So, I learned a lot about that trade. But more importantly, I learned a lot more about how the professionals in that industry do that job well. And important for that role was efficiency because of how the business model operated. But either way, one of the things that they told me early on was to be careful of what a customer says the problem is. And I, I kind of wanted to know why. So they, I had asked them for an example and they shared one. They shared an example in terms of why this is such a problem from the perspective of if someone came in and thought they needed an alignment, which is where they essentially they realign the drive wheel, which is front two wheels in your car. That's when you turn the steering wheel. Those are the car. Those are the wheels that move. They said that some people will come in and it's a common problem. Say that their steering wheel was vibrating at highway speeds. So when the car got up to speed, they'd feel a vibration in the steering wheel. And then they would march into a mechanic shop and they would demand an alignment without providing sometimes even any additional context. Now, the problem comes in the fact that that problem is not connected to the solution that they think it is. So if that mechanic shop went ahead and just gave them an alignment, they get their car back and it still would have the original problem. So in that example, the customer is not sharing with you what the problem is. They're trying to tell you what the solution should be. And that's a problem because customers are not particularly equipped for solving their own problems. That is your job. Now, instead, what they tell me to do is to listen for the problem as they describe it, as in why they feel like they need an alignment. And if you had asked that question, you would have found out that it was their steering wheel vibrating at highway speeds. Now, the real solution to that problem is to balance your wheels. So that has nothing to do with an alignment. But in the end of the day, if that's what you do to correct the problem, the customer gets their car back and it no longer has the problem. That's all they care about. So the point of this story is that the customer just wants the problem to get solved, but they may jump around and dive into solution designing with you because that's a natural thing for humans to just do. It's part of basic human psychology. So what I'm trying to describe here is that, and I'm doing this now with several of my products, but when you're interacting with a user, free trial or otherwise paying customer that's using your B2B SaaS, and you start talking about the additional value your product can provide, for example, what you want to stay away from is the customer saying things like, wouldn't it be great if, or maybe your product could do this? Because that's them ideating around solution design. And there may or may not be value there, but more than likely there isn't because of how they're describing it should work is probably either not ideal or not going to work when you ultimately figure out, remember back from the mechanic story, how whatever they're asking for is tied back to a real problem. And that's where you want to focus. So if they start basically throwing feature ideas at you, you need to make sure that those are going to solve real problems of theirs. So when they share that kind of stuff, ask them, okay, well, if we did that, what problem would that solve for you? And then 
if they can connect that to a problem, what kind of impact is that problem causing? Making sure it's connected to a problem ensures that they'll get value out of it, meaning that they'll use it, and then asking them what kind of impact that problem has will help you prioritize that against the list of any other requests that they have. That's the best way to manage that conversation. Now, if they throw a solution design element at you or a feature request and they can't tie it back to a problem, that means it's not really a priority for them. And it's highly likely that if you invested time and money in building that, that they wouldn't actually use it. So anyway, long story short here is stay away from solution designing with customers from their perspective. And if they do volunteer anything like that, make sure you tie it back to a problem because that's what's going to be necessary in order for you to verify whether or not if you build functionality that solves that problem, whether or not that's actually going to provide real real value for them and move the needle. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.